0: hey everybody welcome to the feminization boudoir podcast from candy apple press i'm your host kylie gable today we have shayla aspasia back and she's going to be reading the first part of a new series about my junior year of college called the sissy house rules um this one gets a little bit raunchier. i've been doing this for uh since freshman year it's now year three and the girls keep pushing the envelope further and further and further so this is kind of the one that's a little bit more embarrassing for me to have uh, out there. Uh, even, well, senior is pretty embarrassing too. But um, I believe this is the one that um, it definitely takes takes things up a notch. And uh, Shayla does a great job reading it. So we only have the first part of the series out, but we'll be releasing a new one every week. And this is called Sissy House Rules. It's available on Clips for Sale. It's available on I Want Clips. And it's available from Miss Candy Apple on Nightflirt. Um, I know Shayla will have it up on her stores as well. So here's uh, here is the Sissy House Rules Part One.
1: The Complete Sissy House Rules, Part One, written by Kylie Gable, narrated by Shayla Aspasia. We knew every word and every punctuation mark. These sissy house rules were the rules that the girls had insisted that Nicole and I follow this year. Things had come a long way from freshman year, where my biggest paranoia was about wearing women's panties under my boy clothes. This wasn't a punishment. It was a lifestyle and it wasn't one that I was prepared for. I at least had been doing this for two years now and I already knew these rules. Many of them I had been following unconsciously for months or longer before the girls decided to attach them to our refrigerator with Hello Kitty magnets. For Nicole, this would be a huge change. It had only been four months earlier when he was the manager of a pizza place and a skirt chaser. Now she was trying to decide if she could wear black pumps with her current off-the-shoulder pastel pink dress. I shook my head and she went back to her closet to grab some sandals. Nicole and I grabbed our lipsticks and compacts and we found our positions in front of the mirror. I touched up my lips with a deep red matching my newly extended red nails. While Nicole was going with pink, which looked great on her for her fair coloring. It was moments before 9 a.m. and it was a Tuesday morning in June. We had already been up for two hours and we were about to have an inspection. The girls had keys to our apartment, so there would be no reason for either of us to let them in. Instead, we hurried to the center of the living room, right in front of the large breakfast at Tiffany's, print that dominated the center of the very pink room. As Nicole gave herself a quick touch up to her perfume and rushed over, I couldn't help but notice how much more gracefully She was moving in her heels. She was wearing a pink printed dress with black and white designs running through it. Her feet were encased in a pair of tan pumps with narrow three inch heels. She had on pearl earrings with a small strand of pearls around her neck. Her blonde wig was matching to her hair color. While her own hair grew out, but the wig framed her face just beautifully. I stood next to her wearing a gathered dress that had a purple floral pattern on the top and a black lacy skirt at the bottom. My dark hose poked out from under the skirt before ending in a pair of black strappy sandals with stiletto heels. As we heard feet on the stairs, Nicole absent mindedly scratched her arm with her perfect pink nails that I had painted for her last week. We both trembled as we stood at attention and waited for the door to open. As Amanda, Sheila, Wendy, and Karen entered our apartment, we knew that we were on. We each took a deep breath and smiled. "'Hello, ladies,' said Amanda. "'Hello, mistress,' we responded, curtsying deeply before returning to attention. "'You both look very nice today,' smiled Amanda. "'Thank you, ma'am,' I responded. pleased that I had passed the first test.' "'Nicole did likewise. "'They smell nice, too,' said Karen.' noticing our perfume Sheila and Wendy got in very close and began examining us carefully she looked for the usual things like stubble but also smaller transgressions like lipstick on our teeth sloppy makeup hair out of place or pretty much any imperfection watch the posture chided Sheila yes ma'am i responded standing up straight and thrusting out my 36 c's i'd say you both passed this inspection smiled wendy that's four days in a row you should be proud of yourselves girls you may have a seat both nicole and i walked over to the couch and sat down carefully crossing our legs placing our hands in our laps I want to thank you for being such a great big sister to Nicole, said Wendy. She's really made remarkable progress over summer. Thank you, I replied. She has been working hard to make you all proud. I have, smiled Nicole. There's really not any boy left in your girl at all, said Amanda. Uh Uh-oh, I knew that tone of voice. I'll say agreed karen she's the girliest of girls now i'm doing everything you say and i'm dressing very pretty but i'm still a guy protested nicole nicole don't i said through gritted teeth oh did you have something to say kylie asked amanda no mistress i replied see the fight's gone from that one too said karen You passed inspection, girls, said Wendy. Keep it up. Today would probably be a good day to work on your tans. I was very relieved when the girls left. Sure enough, Nicole had scarcely been able to contain his anger until they left us. He was livid. What the fuck was that supposed to mean? He demanded. I've got plenty of guy left they're the ones making me dress this way I know I said they were trying to goad you and you did a good job of hiding it they wanted you to do something stupid I guarantee you frustrated some scheme they were hatching take the win I'm not a girl I know buddy I assured him we had dodged a bullet or so I thought so The rest of the morning, I tried to keep Nicole's mind off of what the girls had said to him. But I could tell that he was fuming. Of course, trying to take someone's mind off thoughts of his emasculation is much easier if you're not in a dress and makeup. I could tell he was really upset. That afternoon, I was sitting on the couch and flipping through our cable channels trying to find anything worth watching. When Nicole returned from an afternoon at the library, and who knows where else, I could hear her heels clicking off the wooden floor. But there was something weird about her step that I was picking up on. Despite not being the most observant person in the world, she tentatively sat down on the easy chair across from me and sat there silently for a couple of minutes before she couldn't hold it off anymore. So, Kylie, have you ever wanted a break from all this dressing up? Of course, I said, it's been a long time since I've had a day without a bra. I got us a chance to get Labor Day weekend off. No, I shook my head, no way. What, you don't even know the deal. For three days, I already know it's a terrible deal. I got into this whole thing because I made a deal to just let them give me a makeover and they'd erase all the pictures they took. I can only imagine what kind of deal they offered you. Look, we can't lose. All we have to do is beat Sheila in a wrestling match, he said. Then we get a three-day weekend without heels. I know you want that. Ah, neither of us can beat Sheila in a wrestling match don't be stupid i said sure we were guys but Sheila was an amazon she was just under six feet tall and she was an amazing athlete the star of the volleyball team even though she was only entering her sophomore year i'd never wrestled her but nicole had and it had ended very quickly that's the beauty of it we get to wrestle her two on one we can team up on her and when she tries to pin one of us the other one gets her really at the same time no she'd still beat us not if we work together she can't handle both of us at the same time plus we can pin her or hog tie her So she starts to get one of us, the other one can start working on tying her up," explained Nicole. This is a really bad idea. It's not though. They're so used to winning that they've gotta be a little bit cocky. When we have a week to train for this, if we work together, she doesn't have a chance. And what do we give up if we lose? They want a three-day makeout session, What does that even mean? I asked. You and I would make out with each other constantly for three days. I don't want to make out with you. Forget it. I don't want to make out with you either, but here's the thing. Nothing is stopping them from just ordering us to do it. Even if we don't take the bet, explained Nicole. Yeah, I see what you mean. They can do it to us anyway right agreed nicole at least this way we've got a chance reluctantly i agreed unlike nicole i had little hope that we would actually win but i did know they could just make us do everything we were betting on i didn't want to go down without a fight even if it was a hopeless one we literally did spend the week training Maybe we didn't deserve a cheesy montage to a Frank Stallone song, but we worked out how we could attack Sheila from two sides and make sure we had the advantage. Somehow, Nicole was confident enough that I started to believe her. Maybe just this once, the girls did underestimate us, and this time, maybe we could win when the day of the big competition arrived. We both thought we had a chance, though our confidence immediately took a battering when Deanna showed up at our door early in the morning. It turns out that even though we were in a wrestling match, the sissy house rules still applied. We were not only going to have to put up against this girl who was bigger than both of us and more athletic than we could ever dream of being, but we'd also be doing it in high heels. In addition to the problems caused by our lack of proper footwear, Deanna also gave us our outfits for the event. Nicole would be wearing a hot pink floral leotard and matching tights, while I would be sporting the same outfit, but in purple. She left us with a taunting Good luck, ladies. They're just trying to rattle us, I said, looking down at the ridiculous workout clothes. Yeah, that's right. It's still two against one, agreed Nicole. We've got this. In addition to the outfits, we were not ready for the crowd that attended. Stephanie was there with a big grin on her face, and Gina wouldn't have missed it for the world. Cheryl and Tracy were there as well as a few of Deanna's softball teammates and a couple of Sheila's friends from the volleyball that neither Nicole had ever known. In addition to three combatants, ten women and one guy were crammed into one apartment for the big showdown. Of course, they were all cheering for the girls. Only Stephanie clapped for us, and she was doing it very sarcastically. Remember our strategy, said Nicole, as we picked up the soft clothesline that was supplied. I don't know why we thought tying Sheila up would be easier than pinning her, but that was our plan. Sheila left the rope on the floor and faced us barehanded with a worrying cocky smile on her face. As soon as the match began, I moved to her right while Nicole went left. There wasn't a lot of room in the living room but there was enough quick as thought sheila grabbed the rope i was carrying and pulled hard i was pretty good in heels obviously but they provided no traction and the result was that i stumbled and skidded careening towards the breakfast island leading into the kitchen i put my hands out to stop me from a very painful collision and Sheila immediately grabbed the rope from my distracted grasp. She bent my arms up behind my back and even as Nicole futilely tried to grab her arms, she managed to wrap the rope around my wrist three or four times and sloppily cinched them. She then pushed me down so I flopped on my stomach. I was surprised that she thought of such a sloppy tie would hold me for any length of time. She didn't even bind my ankles. I could hear the crowd cheering, but I was sure this match was far from over. She didn't tie me nearly as securely as they usually did. Maybe it was Nicole's attack, or maybe it was a time thing, but I knew I could wiggle free. It took me a while, but I blocked everything else out of my mind and focused on the important task at hand. Her cinch hadn't been great, and I was able to work my right hand out of the bindings. After that, I was essentially free. I got to my feet and called out, we got this, to let Nicole know not to give up. Unfortunately, as I turned to face Nicole, I could see that Sheila was putting the final touch on a tight hog tie. He looked miserable, but more importantly, he looked helpless. I don't think so, called out Amanda from the audience. Now, Sheila was getting up from my immobilized partner and setting her sights on me. I didn't see a chance of victory. All I saw now was my impending humiliation. I cursed myself for letting Nicole talk me into this. I tried to back away from Sheila, but ran out of real estate and she picked up another length of rope, with a cruel smile spreading across her face. I knew I was toast. What happened next wasn't really wrestling. She just grabbed me and went to work. I was left hog-tied as well, and my body between Nicole's legs and my face right on top of her ass. As Sheila put her foot on my back for the victory pose, I could only wonder what was next for us. I got an answer soon enough. We were untied and sent off to our bedrooms to change into something a little less comfortable and more humiliating. Indiana's boyfriend, Jim, left before the gay shit started. I didn't like the sound of that. Jim must have known what was coming next. Nicole and I both emerged from our respective bedrooms at roughly the same time we were in matching baby dolls again hers was pink and mine was purple we had on the flimsiest of matching lace panties garter belts with sheer black stockings and the rarely worn five inch patent leather shiny black pumps our makeup was overdone and we smelled heavily of each other's favorite perfumes nicole could hardly look at me after talking me into this little wager but I blamed myself and not him for the spot I was in now. Both of our cock cages had been removed and rather than leaving me a feeling of relief, it worried me more than anything else they were doing to us. Okay, ladies, announced Deanna, as you know, Disney is kind of my thing and we have come up with a game and I'm naming it after one of the greatest Disney cartoons of all time. Lady and the Tramp. Well, I know which one is the tramp, joked Gina. Our hands were bound behind us by Amanda and Wendy. It was obvious that the girls had put a lot of planning into this little exercise. Once our wrists were inescapably bound, we were pushed down to our knees, where our ankles were tightly bound together and tied to our wrists. We were essentially hogtied, except in a kneeling position. Get good and close to each other, girls, ordered Diana, Like you're going to kiss. What sluts, called out Tracy, as we complied. Karen reached into her purse and pulled out a huge peppermint stick. It was nine or 10 inches long and wider than my thumb. Nicole and I looked at each other but neither of us had any idea what was going on. Karen had me open up and stuck one end in my mouth, and then had Nicole put the other end in hers before nodding to Deanna. The rules to this game are really simple, said Deanna. You can't break the peppermint stick, and you can't drop it. In fact, your lips have to be on that peppermint stick until it's completely melted i now knew why amanda had insisted i wear bright red lipstick it matched the stripes on the peppermint stick the girls pretty much ignored us we had been required to fully stock the bar in anticipation of the event and the girls had brought alcohol of their own meanwhile we were beginning to have a hard time of it because our ankles were tightly bound together we were not in the best kneeling position The slightest shift in posture could lead to us losing our balance. As the minutes wore on, the positions became more uncomfortable, and it became that much tougher to not accidentally stumble and either of us drop or bite the peppermint stick. It was only when the candy was almost gone that the girls turned their attention back to us. As the peppermint melted, it forced Nicole and me to get closer and closer Now our lips were almost touching. And though beads of perspiration dripped down our foreheads, we dared not falter now because the peppermint had gotten small enough that we would be easy to drop it or break it. Now our lips were touching. The only way we couldn't both keep our lips touching and cradle it between our mouths was to sort of lean forward on each other for balance. It wasn't just having our lips pressed together but also the soft and delicate way in which we had to hold the peppermint stick that made it so awkward. Look, squealed Cheryl, they're kissing. How sweet, mocked Wendy. It's just like in the movie, said Deanna, maybe even more romantic. I wish they had noodles to slurp up, said Karen. I'm sure we can find something for them to slurp, joked Amanda. It felt like an eternity as the two of us huddled close waiting for the peppermint to finish melting while the girls jeered and mocked us. The experience wasn't particularly graphic for our hands unable to be used or pet or caress each other and the action really limited to our lips but it was devastatingly humiliating. It felt like we were sharing some kind of intimate kiss despite all the girls watching. It was strangely romantic, and that made it so much more embarrassing. When we finally succeeded in dissolving the peppermint stick, the girls cheered us. We collapsed and flopped on our bellies. It was degrading, but it gave us some relief to our poor knees. We scarcely had a minute to relax before the girls were untying us and pulling us over to the couch and sending us right next to each other. I hope you had fun said Sheila our next game is pretty simple we're just going to watch a romantic comedy I'm sure you chicks would love watching a chick flick teased one of Deanna's teammates we picked a good one too said Deanna that's right agreed Sheila it's something of a classic who doesn't love when Harry met Sally This didn't sound too bad to either Nicole or me. We'd both seen the movie before, and it didn't seem bad at all. Compared to what we had just done, it practically sounded like a vacation. Now, the only rules are, whenever the two characters on-screen kiss, you will try and repeat that kiss exactly. And when the two characters are in bed, you will play with each other's little clitties. To the delight of the girls, both Nicole and I groaned at this new order. I'm sure many of you have seen this movie. It's one of those neurotic New Yorker type films that are hysterical to New Yorkers and pretty funny to anybody else. There's enough comedy to make the romantic parts bearable and I did like the soundtrack. I've got an old soul in love music, movies, and even old time radio from before my parents were even born. The movie started the way that I remembered it, and there were little kisses here and there, but they were all tame. I wouldn't say Nicole, and I liked them, but we had long passed the barrier, and they didn't especially humiliate us. Of course, there is that famous scene where Meg Ryan faked an orgasm, and we had to fake a female orgasm, as well to the delight of the girls. The real fine print though was the part about having to rub each other as long as the two characters were in bed together. Do you have any idea how much time is spent with them on the phone together watching movies discussing New Years or just shooting baskets with a Nerf to basketball? That whole time we had to sit there in front of the girls playing with each other. First, it was too embarrassing for us to even get hard but with constant attention, it happened. And then the girls really let us have it. Despite the humiliation, or maybe because of it, we both messed our panties. They hadn't been kidding about this lasting the entire three-day weekend. They had thought this out and planned many activities to put us in awkward and embarrassing positions. Some of the games they played were at party-type games, where they participated and some weren't as fun as they planned for wendy insisted on us playing twister together but with only two people we never quite wound up in the position she imagined even when the girls started fudging with the spinner a bit our second chick flick was on saturday night and i suspected something was up when we again had a big crowd It turns out that a friend of Cheryl and Tracy's was a really talented dance major named Samantha. The movie they intended for us to watch was the Dirty Dancing movie. At first, I wound up in the girls' part because nobody puts Kylie in a corner. Just sounds better than nobody puts Nicole in the corner. But Nicole was smaller than even I was. Samantha soon realizing that if anybody was doing any lifting, it would have to be me. I was actually proud of myself when I caught Nicole as we were doing time of my life and the girls happily cheered. It wasn't all movies and silly games though. We made out on the couch frequently while the girls watched us and we slept tied together in a hugging position. Looking back, I realized that the girls had boundaries for us that they wouldn't cross. The problem was we had no idea what the boundaries were. That meant that even if there was something they wouldn't do to us, we had no idea they wouldn't do it. That likely didn't have the lines they would cross, I'm grateful for, but not knowing those lines meant we were still terrified of what they would do. The girls had very effective ways to keep tabs on us. In addition to surprise visits, facilitated by having made copies of our apartment keys, the girls had to spy on our building. Sheila rented the apartment below us and was always good to pop open and conduct an inspection or give us some humiliating take to further feminize us. The worst of it was my heels. Like a lot of women, I was never too fond of heels. Sheila really enjoyed the feeling of power she got by emasculating us. After all, the other girls were friends who discovered me and enjoyed humiliating me together. But Sheila wanted to enjoy humiliating me and discovered friends along the way. She loved this as much as anybody, with the possible exception of Amanda. One weekend in the fall, Sheila had gone home because her sister had a baby boy. Sheila was so excited to meet the little guy that she didn't want to wait for Thanksgiving break. Neither of us had known how much it would change our college experience. But what she saw when she was home meant that Nicole and I were completely just done for. About a week after she returned, Sheila stopped by our apartment carrying four small plastic devices. She placed one in each of our bedrooms and one in each of the living rooms and bathroom. Once she did, we never knew when there was any privacy. These were audio-only monitors, but the person being listened to had no indication if they were on, only the person listening. With the monitors turned on, Sheila or any visiting mistress could hear us from her apartment if the monitor was on, and since we never knew when that was, we spent our days mincing around and acting overly feminine. With even the bathroom bug, the girls took their control a step further. We were all gathered in the living room for another one of those family conferences. There were never any good. You know, there's a drop on, said Sheila. That was true. The water is beginning to taste like sulfur, and they were getting closer and closer to the bottom of the reservoir. They were just saying today that we need to do our part. Yeah, I know. I try not to waste water. I don't drink much anymore anyway. The chemicals they're used taste nasty. Yeah, I think we should all drink more beer instead, joked Nicole, but nobody laughed. Great, continued Sheila. I was sure you'd understand. Understand what, I ask? Well, to save water, interjected Diana. we've decided that there's no reason you two should take two showers. Right, agreed Amanda. We think one should do you both nicely. I don't understand, said Nicole. "'Well, right now you take a shower, right?' "'That's one shower. "'Kyla takes a shower also. "'That's two showers,' explained Wendy. "'You want us to just take one shower?' I asked. "'Together?' "'Bingo!' exclaimed Sheila. "'Don't you just love togetherness?' "'No way,' shouted Nicole. "'Like you have any say in this snap, Wendy. "'It's been decided.' "'Okay,' I said, trying to agree before it got worse.' but it was already too late. In addition, said Karen, we want you to lather each other and shampoo the other's hair. We'll have a few things for you to say as well, added Amanda. This is the thing that bothered me more than anything. The girls could use the baby monitor to tell how many times the shower was run. Whatever we said to each other would be drowned out by the shower and nobody would be looking at us when we were showering, so they couldn't tell if we were lathering each other or shampooing each other's hair. Unfortunately, we had already been trained so much that we didn't trust each other to not tell on us if we didn't do what they said. If we simply cooperated, we could just have taken one shower, and one of us could get in. Then they were done. We could switch places. The girls, they would have never known, Unfortunately, that kind of cooperation was beyond us. Nothing made me lose my conviction in the inherent superiority or even equality of the male of the species, than watching how the girls cooperated in their feminization of us while we could never unite to provide even the least common defense. Their group dynamics were perfect, but they were better than ours and we were hopeless against them because of that. A typical shower for us was just a very humiliating way to start the day. Come on in, Nicole. The water is nice and hot, I said. Oh, that's very sweet of you, Kylie, she replied. Turn around and I'll lather up your back. That feels great, Nicole. Let me return the favor, I responded. Oh, yes, do you mind lathering up my breast for me? She asked. I thought you'd never ask, I replied. The dialogue was like some old cheesy porno, but that didn't make it any less embarrassing to say to each other as we attempted to actually shower. We were sure to do everything they asked us to, including washing each other's cock and balls through the cages. The whole time, we kept up the horrible dialogue. Of course, most showers ended with us shaving each other's bodies to keep them silky smooth. It was embarrassing to do it to ourselves. It was ten times as embarrassing to do it to each other. When we did stuff like that, we imagined Sheila on the other end of the baby monitor laughing her head off. But we had no idea if she was listening or not. We just didn't dare take the chance. I didn't notice it at first, but the sissy rules had changed. There were new ones about showering together, the baby monitor, the punishments. The scary part was the whole idea of group punishment. The girls totally understood the weird social dynamics that our situation created the most dangerous threat to their absolute rule would be if Nicole and I stood up to them together. They wanted to prevent that at all costs, and they knew how. That's why they introduced us to the system of group punishment. Nicole got tired of getting in trouble for me taking off my heels when we were alone in the apartment. I had this bad tendency of kicking them off and then walking around and either forgetting where they were or being too far away from them when the girls visited. The rule was simple. If you disobeyed a rule and your roommate caught you and didn't report you to the mistresses, then you would both be punished. There was no real way around it other than to tell on each other, and that just bred more distrust. While Nicole didn't have a single bad habit like I did with the shoes, he was very new at this and asked to do the same thing as myself. As a two year veteran, that was asking an awful lot and he would rebel and worst of all, he'd have tantrums where he'd do something obstinate and I'd warn him about the girls punishing him. His answer would inevitably be, I don't care, let them try. Of course, when he had time to cool down and think about it, he'd behave, but it left me in an awful spot. I didn't want to get him in trouble, especially for a temporary rebellion. However, if the girls caught him before he changed his mind, I'd be punished too for not reporting him. The final thing the girls did to stop us from uniting was that they'd have us compete with each other. Who could put the best outfit together for their roommate? Who could get a guy to kiss them first? Who could get the most phone numbers for most guys to dance with them? They came up with a million ways to humiliate us and keep us at odds with each other. Nicole was at a huge disadvantage being newer at this. They had her relatively passable by the start of junior year, and she probably as passable as I was by October. I still remember that October Friday when I was telling Nicole about how difficult Halloween was going to be. The autumn chill had descended on campus and we received a call from our mistresses informing us that they were going to have a competition to see who could come up with the best outfit for each other. The theme was clubbing. I saw that freight train coming head on towards me. But even as I went into my bedroom with Nicole, I could tell that she had no idea why we were doing this contest. This was going to be a club night. I'd already done it, but Nicole was about to experience her very first. It was going to be a year of first for her. The thing about having a new sissy is that there was just so much to introduce her to. The better she got at it, the more you could challenge her with. As we got into the car and headed out to the club, I wouldn't say I was relaxed. But i definitely knew what was ahead for me unfortunately for nicole there was no such comfort i could see her knees shaking in the back seat peeking out from under her skirt guys would be dancing with her and she had no idea if she could fool one up close i had no doubt to be continued
0: i hope you enjoyed that um it's kind of nice to be able to play an entire um audio instead of just giving you a snippet of it. I could do that cuz it was the first part in the series and I thought, hey, that's a great way to give you an introduction. If you like it, I hope you'll purchase um this and the future parts as well. And then also, I mentioned this last week and wow, it was wonderful. So I'm going to mention it once again. Um, I do have a Patreon page under Kylie Gable. If you want to support me, it's a great way to do it. I really, I appreciate all the support I've been getting and not just monetary, but well wishes and, uh, nice, you know, reviews and all those sorts of good stuff. So thank you again. You make it a lot easier for me to do this every week because it does take some time. Um, but you make it a lot easier for me to do it. And then you make it a lot easier for the women to record these two. So have an absolutely wonderful week, and I will see you here next Monday. Hope you'll be here. Bye-bye.